It's time to go inside the boardroom. It probably is time. Let's you know why. I respect anybody that was on the Warriors beat during those years. And take a seat at the conference table. It was great, too. Welcome to the executive show. Nothing easy. On 95.7 The Game. Brought to you by Yellow Sack. Try a dumpster bag for easy waste removal. Less mess, reduce stress. Budget friendly, clean freely. Call 833-3YELLOW or go to yellowsack.com. All righty, let's go out to the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Bob Myers, what's up, Bob? How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. Uh, let me. We got the trading deadline coming up in about a week. But let me let me ask you this. I'm going to start with uh, something Steve Kerr shared um, in an interview here uh, earlier. That uh, you know he he talks to James Wiseman and he kind of says. You know what? You're in a bad spot. You're young and you're in a good team, and I just, you know, you explain it. So it got me to thinking about agents and the fact that you were one. And I'm wondering, Bob, how many calls do agents make on behalf of their players to GMs wanting to know what's going on? And how many did you make on behalf of your clients in a similar situation 10 years ago? Oh, man. Um, a lot of times the agents are reacting to the player and what the player wants to know. So the player, some players don't really care. You see a lot of players say, I don't read that stuff. I mean, that's probably not true. It's just how much does it affect the player. Some young players um, see their name out there, and it's a little bit more traumatic, which I understand. It's just a new thing for professional athletes to hear themselves in trade rumors. They feel unwanted. They feel like they're not doing something right. The more older veteran guys understand they've probably been traded. They understand it's part of the deal. It doesn't mean it's easy. I'm not diminishing what it's like to be traded. I've never been traded. Um, so it depends on the guy. I mean, you might be, if you were my client, you'd probably never call. You'd say, hey, listen, let me know. Guru be calling every two hours. I mean, Guru, Guru would be like, what are they, you know. So so it's it's different depending on, so you're, the agent, Matt, is reacting mostly to the demands of the client. And then, you know, a good agent will weigh in and say, listen, can you just give me a heads up um, if something's really happening? Because there's so many different calls, and even when you think deals are done, as we saw recently in baseball, you know, sometimes you walk right up to the line and the physical doesn't happen. So even when talks are more real, it doesn't, it doesn't mean um, that a deal's done, but then the media is so good now and wanting to be first, and, and it's so fast that there's this uh, need to put out news when something's not done. So that, that oftentimes, for a player or an agent, gets a reaction. So it's different now than even 10 years ago. I guess I was an agent 12, 13 years ago. Twitter has changed everything uh, as far as how things are reported. It was, it was much more behind the scenes than it is now. Bob, Stani and I got a bit. He's got the field. I got the Warriors going back to back. And all throughout the season, I come in, I'm, I'm hot, I'm excited, then I'm worried. But right now, Bob, you guys are in the fifth seed, and I know you got a bunch of stuff to attend to. But the reason I'm on cloud nine right now, and I want your thoughts, Stani's analytical. But I'm an eye test guy. Clay Thompson looks back. And when I say back, Bob, it's just not the ball going in. It, it just looks like what it used to. And where are you at? Can you describe what you're seeing from Clay? Because this is a whole 
to me, long way from, you know, when Barkley made his comments open at night to the clay that he just seems comfortable and physically back, Bob. Well, I'd say you're, he's better, for sure. I mean, from where he was. I, I think he's going to keep getting better. He came in and he, in his own words, said he didn't play a lot of pickup, uh, probably because he was worried from what happened the year prior when he did the Achilles. So he just, he hadn't played enough basketball. And so he's got getting to do that. And you need to play basketball to get better at basketball and get, get in basketball shape. So he, he does, he does look better. But I'm, I'm most confident and optimistic that he's going to keep getting better. I don't think he's going back to the place he was. I think that was conditioning, that was legs, that was getting timing down. And so the good news about Clay is that I do think it's just going to keep getting better. At some point, we hope he's playing back-to-backs. Um, but certainly, he had some great performances last year in the playoffs, uh, and, and we expect him to do the same thing. We're going to need him to do the same thing. So happy that you're excited. A uh, little upset that Steinmetz is apparently not. <laughs> Clay? What's new, Bob? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I look... I'm, is, is the other, uh, I don't want to... God, no, I just, I'm not coming. There's two sides of the floor. That's all I'm saying. Uh, all right. Um, so... Things do seem to be coming into a little bit of a focus rotation-wise, and I know you're not Steve Kerr, but uh, if, if this small things work, you got uh, is goes for a while. You got Curry, Pool, Clay Thompson, Wiggins, Green. That's your starting five. Looney off the bench. Looks like Divincenzo uh, can certainly play in the postseason, and it looks like Kaminga is going to be a part of the postseason. We, we always talk about eight and a half, nine. Okay, there's Jermichael Green. There's Lamb. Is that enough? Is that enough right now? Yeah, that's the question. That is the question. And um, we got to look and see if there's something that makes sense to answer that question. Uh, sometimes it's clear, sometimes it's not. Uh, last year, I think, obviously, we had a better record at the deadline. We we got lucky. I think we, we looked at a big. People wanted us to get a big, and, and Looney and Draymond held up. And Steve Moore went the way he's going now later on with Looney and Draymond staggered. I think he's going to that a little earlier. And um, I think that can help. We'll see how we play in the postseason. But, yeah, we're always, like any team, Matt, we got to see is there someone out there that fills that, that spot? Uh, is there someone in a buyout? Is there someone in a trade? Is there someone that even supplants that and, and becomes a sixth guy or a seventh guy? I don't. That's our job in the next eight days. Well, let, me, let me ask you this. If, 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 the, if the goal is to win the title, which it is now, uh, and we're a week before the deadline and you look at this team, do you feel like you need to make a deal, or you'd like to make a deal? Good question. Um, can I say both? I mean, <laughs> it's not. It, I, I guess I can't sit here and say that those eight and throw in somebody that can give you even in the playoffs. Somebody give you five minutes, right. six minutes. Can't beat a team uh, in a series, and, and it, it's going to sound pretty. I don't know. You can decide how it sounds, but. I, I think we stack up good enough. That's assuming health. But you always want to add to your margin of error, Matt. You always want to. It, it's yeah. not a margin of error that I'm entirely comfortable with as it stands. Can you can you increase that margin of error? There was the years where the margin of error was so big that um, I could answer that question and say, no, we don't need to do anything. I'd probably lie and say, oh, you know. But the truth was, we didn't need to do anything. Um, and those rosters bore out, and those seasons bore out that way. Our margin of error is not what it was. The record is not what it was. So I can't, comparing to what I know about the teams we've had, I'd like to get a bigger margin of error. Can we do it? I don't know. But but I don't know if that answers your question. 
No, it does, actually. Bob, I was in the car the other day, and I was listening to uh, Damon and Ratto, and they had Coach Kerr on, and Wiseman came up. And Kerr, you know, opened up and shared with us that he's had conversations with James about, you know, how unfair it is and, you know, him not playing, just kind of what position he's in. And that got me to thinking about you, Bob. I know life is not fair. This is the pros. But how much of the personal... You know, and I'm rooting for James. Like, I'll throw him in. I hope he can get in and be a part of, you know, the rotation. But how much of you, your job, can you take the human element of it and kind of, you know, do you feel kind of sorry for him and I'll do this? You know what I mean, Bob, if that's making any sense? Like, I know you got a job to do, but. Yeah, I mean, do I want good people to succeed that I interact with every day that, that do the right things and are good people? Absolutely. I mean, that's, but it's a cutthroat deal. So yeah. it's not like you can just do that. I mean, you got, I, I put you on the team. Guru seemed like a good guy. <laughs> you got to be able to play. But for James, especially, unfortunately, um, the times that he maybe could have played, he was injured. Uh, and that's been tough. But that's the, the path of any young player is not mostly clean. There are obstacles to it. So, yeah, I feel bad for whether it's him or Moses or Jonathan's been up and down, but there was moments early in Curry's career where Steinmetz was covering him and A.C. Law was playing in the fourth quarter. And if I was the GM of that team, I would have said, this, this sucks, Curry. He's doing everything right, and uh, he's not playing. So it's, yeah, I mean, I would say that about anybody that works hard and, and has a good attitude. You want to see them get opportunities, and James will at some point get an opportunity, and he's just got to be ready for that. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're a loony ankle turn or Draymond. He, he, we don't have, you know, Jamichael right. and James, really, and, and especially the way we're playing now when we're not playing Draymond and Looney much together. So you can see the exposure there if something would happen. I don't want anything to happen to anybody, but we're not. It could, it could be easily a situation where James is thrust into it and that he's got to be ready to play, and that's what going down to the G League we think was good for. But, yeah, these guys are people, and... And James has done everything right. He's a good teammate. He works really hard. I, I always want to see people like that succeed, just like you would or, or anybody would. That's the human element of it. Bob Myers joining us on 95.7 The Game. Uh, hey, Bob, you've been around the NBA a while. It's February 1st, and uh, as the season goes on, there's going to be a certain buildup of um, people wanting information. How how are you going to answer or address your contract questions that are going to come up from now until you sign? I think um, you're the one that seems to ask the most consistent. <laughs> really? I'm getting, I'm getting Is that true? practice. Yeah, I don't do a ton of media. I mean, I do this every couple of weeks, but yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't do a lot of um, art. I mean, Ritter, Ritter has me do some stuff. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm half joking, but I'm kind of serious. Um, I'm going to say what I said to you. I'm focused on the season, and I really it requires all my attention. And uh, that is the answer. It's it's going to be the answer. So as it, people keep asking, and they they can. I don't, I don't get upset at you asking. Anybody can ask me, and that's what I would say. So you'll get to do it probably more than everyone else. Um, but you I mean, also if, got my if you don't you talk, got my cell phone number, so true. you can you can call me anytime. But if you don't if you don't talk in the meantime about it, I will not ask you two weeks from now. Right? Yeah, See, that's I, 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 I guess there was some stuff written, but I didn't. I don't feel like I'm. I'm not certainly 
hoping for those things, and and uh, I'm not writing. I'm not trying to have it be a topic. So, gotcha. you, Bob, Bob, I've known each other a long time. <laughs> you, you can call me anytime. There you go, Bob. I caught you with, with Newsom. You got you did a good job, man. I, I told Stanley I had to give you some props on that. Oh, you watched that? Yeah, you watched that? Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. He was uh, he was a good guest. Um, he was good. I didn't know. You don't know what to expect. Uh, you know, I didn't know what he would be like at all. I thought. You know, he wasn't, but he was really, he, he was interesting. I learned a lot talking to him. Um, and it wasn't, I don't know, people listen to probably haven't watched it, but it's not super political. I tried to just talk to him. Oh, you were him. good. Like, Bob, Thank you grew up going to the stadium like Stani and I, and it was a different era then. When you went to go see a star, the Chris Mullins, the Hardaways, they were going to be in. And where I'm going is load management. It might be kind of unfair, but I heard Curry the other, yeah, yeah. Curry the other day said, he wants to play. It, it, you know, it's not him lobbying. It's the science aspect of it. And I, I believe the league has a problem with it. But can you tap into when you weren't in your job, the fans that pay the money to go see Steph, and because of the science, he's not in? Do you think there, there, there can be something done or a, a, a slight change to help the fan out? Or is this just the way it's going to be? No, I, I think that something... This isn't just you. I mean, this is this is the NBA. This is the television partners. This is fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, geez. I like you said. I grew up. If Moe wasn't playing, or Sharunis, or uh, whoever the you know J- Joe Barry Carroll, uh, the the old Warriors guard that I kind of grew up watching, I just expected them like you guys did. Um, they're playing. There wasn't any doubt. So so things have changed. Um, you know, talking to our data scientist guy was interesting. Mully, who works obviously uh, for um, for our organization and for the for in the media, he um, he actually had a question. He went he met with our data scientist and uh, Eric Housen, who's great, who's very old school. Uh, sure. And he they 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 are very kind of hey play every game guys because that's how Mully was and that's how a lot of people um, grew up watching our. And our data scientist kind of sat him down and said, listen, no emotion in this. Let me explain it to you. And by the time he was done, you know, and you guys can ask Molly if you're interacting with him, Molly was like, okay, I, I kind of understand that. Um, didn't like it, but understood it as far as the game's pace, the energy expanded, has shifted um, from what it was. Gotcha. And I don't say that as an excuse. I just say you're seeing more fatigue, more energy exerted in the pace of this game. You're seeing offensive ratings explode. Mm. You're seeing... You guys play basketball, so do you know the difference between if I'm guarding you and you can shoot um, and, and, and the difference between that and you can't? You guys know when you're guarding a guy sure. that's a really good shooter, what you have to cover, the space you have to cover to do a good job is much different than when there was one or two shooters on the team and everybody was kind of packed in the paint. Different kind of game, different kind of um, energy, but, but maybe more physical. So I do think it's something that the league cares about. I do think it's something the players care about. Whether it means, um, you know, three more days at the start of the season, three more at the end, I don't know what it means. Uh, I don't know as far as correcting it, but I do think it'll get better because uh, I don't think there's players that don't want to play. I don't think that's – if the fans' narrative is these guys are not wanting to play, that, that isn't true. So if they're wanting to play – and clearly the fans do, and the coaches do, and the league does, all we have to do is find a way where we can maybe create a little more space and figure that out. And I think it's, I think it's doable.
Mm-hmm. Bob Myers joining us on ninety-five-seven. The game. Um, this is a. This is a. Uh, Maybe a little different question. So you're so you're two games over five hundred. I don't even know if you're four or five right now. Um, the the way I would like, uh, I always look at extremes. So I'm thinking to myself, my God, I mean, if 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 things go terribly, you you get a, you might have the number two pick in the draft, mm-hmm. or we pick this thing up. Well, we're going to have the number twenty six pick in the draft. <laughs> you have had a lot of your tenure where you knew your teams were winning sixty. And you're picking late first round. Like, do you invest more uh, time and personnel and and uh, you know bodies on a on a year like this, or how does it, or is it the same every year? Um, the range is broader if that's where you're going as far as outcomes. I think there was a year where we were awful, and I knew we right. were picking somewhere exactly top five. I don't know that that's that's. Hope that doesn't. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So, in other words, this is you worked harder in the and, middle. I got you. <laughs> yeah, and the year, other year we were in the middle, so to speak, right. was that play-in year where true, we were true. scrapping, and I think we ended up thirty-nine and thirty-three. Was it 30, yeah, that's right, thirty-three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what were we? We had losing streaks. We had winning streaks. We were we were injured. So, so we had that excuse, I suppose, to, to evaluate our team. But I think what you're asking is. The, the the scope is bigger when we, you can't sit here and say in years past we could say look our pick's going to be in the late twenties because we were fifty two and twelve or whatever we were right. that's not this and it's also not we got the worst record in the league which we we had in two thousand nineteen or twenty or whatever it was so yeah I mean it means more variability it, that that's our thing what are the variables and we have a lot of variables but that's the NBA that's where we right. are we can't just pretend like going to be some awesome roster every year and everything's going to be perfect and this is the nba this is probably more of what the nba is and you're seeing the parody yeah that's what's complicating this deadline and every team not every team many teams are doing what we're doing and saying well how good are we or not i've talked to a lot of gms and i asked the question what are you guys trying to do like i don't even know i don't even know what to do because i think we're good enough but we're 500 but there's six teams that are basically 500. I don't know. Is there seven in the West that are roughly between two two ahead or two behind 500? If we lose three in a row, we'll be the 12th seed in, in 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 a week. So that's unique. And I don't I don't know. What do you guys think? I, the parody thing's interesting to me because I like greatness. Um, but do you think the fans is parody? Good. Is this what people like? I mean, do you guys think it's is this exciting? Now, I'm a diehard fan, and when you're lo- when you root for a loser, Bob, parody is heaven because you feel like you got a chance, you know. But yep. if you're a champ like you guys are, then you're kind of like, oh, are we going the wrong way? But to me, whenever everybody has a chance, it, that just makes it more exciting. But that's just does, me. Yeah. 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 Hey, Bob, you saw Sunday Brock Purdy got hurt. I'm trying to pick your brain here. And I know it's a different sport in football. And by all accounts, he's going to have surgery. Then there'll be a plan and rehab. And I'm thinking about Wiseman, who looks like Stella in OKC. He got his groove back. And I was like, okay, that was just rust. But from your experience, when a guy's coming back from injury, What's the big domino? Is it the doctor? Is it the player? Is it you guys in the science? Who has the most say-so on how much and when they come back? Well, the ortho guy is fascinating. I've spent too much time in doctor's office. If one of you guys... 
tore your ACL. Um, you call me, say, who's the best ACL guy? I say, okay, that's an ortho guy, knee guy. You find him, he does the surgery. If you're an athlete, there's about five guys in the country that you would consider doing that are kind of these knee guys, so to speak. And I'm just using knee because it's the most common major injury. I know that UCL is more unique in baseball, I'm sure. I've got friends that are baseball agents. They know exactly who the best surgeon is for that. And that's probably where Purdy's going to talk to. They're all baseball guys. And they've done this 50 times. So you got a guy like that who's a talent, you're going to the best guy to do the surgery. So that guy says, this is what I think. And then you go to the next guy, and he goes, this is what I think. You send him the MRIs. Um, hopefully you get a similar answer. Much more difficult when you've got three different opinions on any athlete. That's when it gets tricky because then you start thinking, which one are we going to pick? Because this isn't clear. It's not a broken tibia or fibula or anything. This is, these are ligaments. These are reconstruction. These are repairs. You've got to get it right because um, if you get it wrong, you're really going in the wrong direction. So then you do that and you sit down with the agent and you sit down with the player and your, your own maybe docs and you develop a plan, the GM, the coach, and then you go with it. But in post-surgery, the surgeon will tell you he's fixed, right? I mean, he's fixed, he's better. And then they'll, they'll hand you a rehab plan, and you'll have your highly experienced and educated own trainer within your own facility take on that process. But I can't say that the – nobody can tell you that um, – you know, sometimes you see ACL guys in six months. Sometimes it takes a year, sometimes mm. a year and a half. Sometimes you tear the ACL, MCL, PCL, and, and, and people will only look at it as the ACL because I don't know if you guys have ever done your ACL or know people that have. It's some, if it's just the ACL, it's a lot better. If you, if you do other, the other ligaments, it's a different recovery. So what exactly is the injury? What did the ortho do? What do they say coming out of surgery? The other thing is I'm hearing on that is you've got to look at it. You've got to go in there. Okay, then you wake up. Curry had the same thing with his ankle. They said, we didn't know, and he said this, um, and I was, I was aware of it because I was involved in it. We didn't know what the doctor was going to do when he went in because he didn't know. Mm. So then you wake up, and he goes, this is what I did. This is the plan. This is the return to play time. So then you do all of that stuff, and then you see how the guy's doing, um, and then it's his mind, his body. Um, in basketball, it's very different than coming back into football. I don't, you know, I don't know the mind of certain players um so it's it's so complicated i don't want to i don't i don't know his situation by the way and, and i don't need to know it um but i will tell you having been involved in pretty significant injuries here or, or as an agent they all are very unique you mm. cannot say they're all different um outcomes they're all different and you got to treat them that way but we're we're more um in medical terms or recovery or, or data if you want to in then guru you might say your knee's ready but they put you on the force plate to jump and they test your right which is which is the one that wasn't injured in your left and your left is 70 percent of your right. right but we couldn't do that that's good information before they'd be like go play right now right, they go right. okay we can't let this guy play yet so it's very we're as good as we've ever been with the information but um I feel bad for obviously them and yeah. him. And it's such a it, losing with injury. I've been there where you're right there and you lose a player and then you don't know when they're coming back. And that happened with with Clay and it just sucks. It's so hey, hard. Hey, it's just hey, awful. Bob, real quick, uh, and I know you've already given us a lot of your time and we appreciate it. So. I, if I kind of understood you correctly about where we're at at the trade deadline a week before, you, you you've been the GM for about ten, eleven years. 
is it are you saying that this one's different because there's so much parity? Yeah, it's different, Matt, because there's 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 less there's less sellers, I should say. I think the league thought more teams, whether they were trying for a certain player in the draft, would be clearly out on the playoffs at this time. That is not the case. And you can pick the teams that you thought you two can talk, who you thought is much better than, than they, playing much better than you thought they would. So that means there's a lot of teams saying, we might be able to make the play in. Um, let's just go for it. Or, you know what? I don't. Let's let's see if we can and, and keep it as. We, there's not a lot of teams that are making the decision that this season is lost, and so you've got a lot of teams that might be saying to each other, "We want to get better." But but if 12 of the 15 teams in your conference or 22 of the 30 in the league are all wanting to get better, it doesn't make for a lot of trading partners because usually in a trade, a team is saying, "We are willingly giving you a player." that will make you better, and we'll take back draft compensation or a younger player that we know won't make us better now, but might make us better later. Right. There's a lot of teams now that are trying to push forward as far as winning, and it's unbalanced. That's what I was talking about. Gotcha. Hey, Bob, man, just, thanks uh, a lot. I'm looking at the clock, yep. and we uh, we blew it up. And, uh, so That's all good. I'll try to make like it up there next time, buddy. <laughs> all right. All right, man. All right, fellas. Take, take it care. easy. All right. That's, uh, that's Bob Myers, <laughs> brought to you by Yellow Sack. He was also... On the Bud Light guest line. Mm-hmm. What was your takeaway? Well, there's so many, but I, I let the guy Sam down. He wanted me to ask what product Bob used, and I was going to ask him, and I forgot. By the way, the let, me, let, me, uh, let, me tell you, let me tell you more Uh-oh. about my favorite. First of all, the executive show was brought to you by Yellow Sack. Try a dumpster bag for easy waste removal, less mess, reduce stress, budget-friendly, Clean freely. Call 833-3-YELLOW or go to yellowsack.com. And I would advise you to do that. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. The rains are over. The rains are over. That basement flooded. You got a bunch of crap. You got a bunch of crap in that basement. It's moldy. And you just want to get rid of it? Go to yellowsack.com. They'll bring a big yellow sack right to your house. All you do is fill it. And you know what? They'll take it whenever you want. Yellow sack. Go ahead, Goo. No, so much. And yeah, he talked about parody. He really talked about parody. I don't think it deals him in it. I don't even think I they need either. one at this point, but you know I'm rooting for the big fella. Who? Like, uh, Wiseman. You know what? Why don't we... You, you can stop rooting for him. Oh. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> no, you? seriously. Because hey, he's no factor. And he's and that's Steve. Well, Kirk. right now he's, well, he's no not, factor. He's not going to be a factor. I know this is where people say you don't know that, yeah, and you're yeah. right. He was coming out. Okay, I'm um, looking at you like, okay, you want to tell us okay, more how about this? All the evidence is suggesting that James Wiseman is not and will not be a part of the regular rotation moving forward. Well. I'll tell you what, and I know they got a championship to win. I hope I didn't throw Barring you under the bus with the, with the bet, telling Bob about the bet, but I don't care. Then they got it wrong. If that's what you're telling me it's going to be, then the fans of Dub Nation will get to it when it, when it happens. But I'm, I still feel like with what le- what's left of this season, we are, we're not even at all-star break. I mean, see, he talked about it, and I don't want anybody to get hurt, but that was that was insightful. We're one 
you know, sprained ankle away from him getting that opportunity, and that's what the great Eminem said on what was the song, Stoney? You get one chance. You, you got to stay ready. Well, maybe I. And I'm not hoping the, nobody gets hurt, but he's on the club. I don't think the question's uh, whether he's staying ready. I think the question is if you and if you have to use him, can you win with him? I do. See, we're 50 games in, and like I said, some things like we're starting to see who can play in the postseason. So they change their lineup to go small. That puts Looney on the bench. He can certainly play in the postseason. I think we can all agree DiVincenzo's oh, got, that, no doubt. got a game yeah. that, that translates. Okay. All right. Jonathan Kaminga is in the rotation. And he's probably going to stay in the rotation That's all year. That's eight. Okay. Jamichael Green. Who has been? All right. Well, once you get yeah. to nine. But that can fluctuate. That can rotate. Depending on the matchups and But see that's the problem. That's the that's the danger zone to me that that it, it put him in by not winning more games is you gotta win games. You can't just play guys to occupy time. And but uh I is small ball just, or die for here on out, you think? Like you think he's no, right. I think they're gonna I or is this a, I think they're not gonna a bring, fad. I think this, they're gonna bring a big man in okay. like from the buyout market wow. or something like that. All right. Because Demarcus Cousins, you keep asking Bob about his contract. I like it. He's people don't want him to leave, man. Damn, Steiny, are you saying Wiseman's a bust? No, no. In fact, let me share a little conversation I had with Evan. I said we're watching it. Don't you get it with Wiseman? Kind of, kind of figured it was very possible. You draft a guy at eighteen or nineteen. He might not be a factor till 24-25. So you know what could happen? The Warriors may end up developing James Wiseman with somebody else. he goes well, play somewhere else. We've seen that movie before. Look at Jermaine O'Neal. Yep. I do not, like, I was saying, to, and I, this is not to denigrate the kid, but I was saying there's no way, there's no way James Wiseman can't play in the NBA. He might not be able to play now, but th- there's no way. And here's what I... I get it, and I'm the first guy to say hollow numbers, hollow numbers. So it's going to sound like I'm backtracking, but really, it's nuanced. Unless you're talking about Luca, go it's, ahead. It's, it's nuanced. Is you know, on the one hand, yeah, did, did those numbers matter when they were 15 and 50? No, but but he got them. He got them. So there's something there think- with Wiseman, but it's assuming that I'm right or that the Forget me, assuming that the tea leaves are starting to read, he's probably not going to contribute this year. Well, now we're year four next year. Right. And then, guess what? Then he could walk. Okay. Or then, then you got to decide. Now, he's already a champion. Who? James Wiseman. Well. No. I've, now, well, we didn't please. say what impact he had on that. Well, come my, on. my point is, no, I, I, I let's put the right on the table. He got drafted that. to the worst situation for, for him. himself. Good point. If he was in Orlando, Houston, Charlotte, or these open gym teams that I'm watching every night, I'm like, boy, there's no doubt he could go get you 16 and 10, Donnie, to me, if not more. For but, Charlotte. Yeah, for, for those bottom feeder teams okay. that don't even run, it's just up and down, down funny? and up. But for him, he would be putting up numbers, and for we him. wouldn't be saying, is the big fella a bust? So I just, but that's not taking him off the hook either. 
but everybody's, you know, he's got parents and nobody, nobody, parents that are strict and everybody else has parents that, hey, Sonny, you don't have curfew. Go do what you want. And I know he wants to play. It's got to be killing him. Uh, yes, thank you, Cyrus in Oakland. I, Wiseman is on the. He wasn't on the five and fifty, fifteen and fifty team. That's why they got Wiseman, yeah. right? He came after that. Okay, yeah. so he was on the thirty nine and thirty three. Uh, lost to Memphis at home in the play in. Curry didn't score an OT or the fourth quarter. <laughs> now I think he scored the fourth quarter. I know he didn't score in the last like, that was, thirteen oh, minutes man. of the game. wasn't his fault though. Bob, it wasn't I, a, wasn't Steph's fault. And then what about this uh, load management thing? You think something's going to... The league. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, something's going to happen. I think they absolutely have to do something. What would that look like? Would you need to do it? But like... Hey, Stani needs a... What if we did it here? Well, some people say I'm already doing it. But, you know... The load management. Stani, take Thursday off. Well, maybe that's why the company (laughs) changed its vacation policy. We don't have one anymore. Well, we a lo- do. A lot of no, we don't. Not really. Well, you got to run it by somebody. Oh, yeah, you got to run it by. It's <laughs> yeah. got to be run lick, up the flagpole. Hey, hey, no lick, doubt about yeah. it. But I think a lot of companies are doing that. Yeah. Ask your boss if you can take vacation, and he'll say yes or no. Now, how many vacations? But does, you know, does one really you know need? he's you know he's marking. Oh, them all there's down, no doubt. Whether it's in the I computer or on a legal pad, I take mine at the end a year. Well, listen. Here's my feeling on that. Now that we don't have a vacation policy. Uh, my, I'm, I'm half German, okay. Steinmetz, and I'm half Italian, Attili. That makes me European. So I'll employ Whoa. the European version of the vacation, which That's is phenomenal. six weeks standard. Six weeks off for a year, standard. And you get up, you get up to two, mo- uh, two months off. Yeah. So because I'm European... I, I'm at least when you want to be. I'm at least taking six weeks off every year. Yeah. I should be granted up to two months. <laughs> Cut what? that and send it to the. I don't yeah. have to send it. I'll go in and tell no, them right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but dude, I yeah. appreciate you giving Clay your version of giving someone their flowers because it's looking better and no it's doubt. looking He's better that he'll never have to be or asked to carry this team 48 minutes but it stretches now to where you're like oh damn it's clay it's wiggins who's starting to get his little groove back it's curry it's jordan Poole. good lord man now well, defensively i didn't like what i saw against okc at the end they were just coming downhill on the dubs you know I can't be all optimistic. Yeah, that's who you are. So uh, I'll be, mo- you know, Clay's definitely making shots, and and he looks better. There's yeah. no doubt about it. And it's not altogether Dickinson, John Dickinson's theory, but I started to think about it a little bit. Um, here's JD's theory. He thinks since the Warriors have gone small, you know, they're getting up and down a little bit okay. more. It's spacing's better. Yep. Uh, everybody's uh, more "quote unquote" in the flow, right? And a player like Clay would really benefit by that because you're going up and down, and you're getting a lot of shots, and da da da. And he thinks the Warriors right now, at least, are, are trying to kind of outscore teams. But there's no Exhibit A, okay. OKC well, on Monday. Okay, well they're not always going to be able. They're not going to be able to do that against good teams. And that's what bothers me. Okay. We hadn't got here, Rook. I'm going to let okay. you finish against the Boston's and the Milwaukee's and the 76ers, Donnie. So 
We don't know if that's what they're thinking, but I'll give you this. It looks like that. That wasn't the case last year. Well, they were getting you with defense, too. Exactly. That's what I'm worried about for the Warriors. I'm not worried about their offense. They can't guard anybody, and that I'm not sure is oh, a switch. Oh, man. I don't know if defense is a switch. Well, when and you if, t- and Okay, and let's if, be and honest. And if you do flip a defensive yeah. switch, do you really think that doesn't impact the offensive end? If you're expending... Well, if you, now, we're talking about way. a team that's won four and eight, Donnie. So I believe Actually, they got a switch. Where I'm going to push back on you. No, we're not. This team has not, and that's the issue. Their top six have. You're damn right. Yes, sir. I'll never take championship pedigree away from a guy, but they're asking other players now, and they've done it in the past. But I'm, this year, to me, stands on its own. I give them. They're champions. I'll never take that away from okay. them. But I'm not comparing this year to any of their championship years because. They're 500 right now. Two games over 500. Like, uh, you got you snapped on me. I said, I'll put all your chicken on the Warriors tonight, minus three and a half. In Minnesota, who beat no. Sack and took Sack to overtime, back-to-back home series. I hate that. But okay, where I come from, the streets of Union City, when you say somebody can't play defense, you uh, I automatically go to, oh, they don't have the athleticism. Guys can get by you. But the Wiggins is there, so and I know he's been hurt. But that's one of Looney's there. He don't Dre's there, so that's three. Is Dre as athletic as he was five years ago when they were champions? Okay, if there's a drop off, you do realize the problem though. No, no, they're not going at Dre, but it's a collective. Unless he's giving up size. If every if if if, now pulls a turnstile. Not like you, JP. Well, he's better than Curry last game, Uh, or it's Clay. What? What I'm getting at is, if Dre goes from the greatest defender in the league okay. to a good defender, that's great. But guess what? The Warriors got worse because we're used to him as a DPOY. Okay. Right. So if everybody slips 5-10% defensively, okay. collectively, that's going to be a killer. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to go up to the whiteboard and say, okay, you know how you combat that? Hmm. We need seven more points offensively. So if it's a game to where they're gelling, as you talked about, that's how you offset that. If there's a little regression. You're worried. Oh, no, I've never been as happy. Oh, you telling me Denver's going to beat the Warriors four out of seven? It's possible. It's possible. It's almost like people... But now the field has shrink for you. I need to to clarify something. Because this is is why people think I can't stand the Warriors. Guru says to me in the green room, Stein, there's no way Minnesota wins tonight. I feel that way. And I say, (laughs) now why would you say that? It's not like I'm saying the Warriors. I watch two games with Minnesota against that. Yep. Every team's got a chance. All right. Uh, The red and gold reaction, it's brought to you by the Boxer and, uh, you know who it's brought to you by, Boxer and Gerson. Mm Mm-hmm. Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. It is gone, but caught. There's an area in which you guys can see Jimmy being back, and if so, what, what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. 
All righty, there you heard Kyle Shanahan. He and John Lynch had a press conference with the media today, and uh, no chance. No chance. Well, there was no me? chance hey. last year, hey. and he came back. What if I said this? There's no chance Garoppolo comes back, See too. Is, you're calling Kyle, if you don't agree with that, you're calling Kyle Shanahan a liar. And I, know, I know that word, you don't like Man, that word at I'll all. I'll never forget it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. You'll never let me. Yeah, and you stood up and pointed at me. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never <laughs> let me forget it. Uh, if you were a guy that held grudges, I'd be done. Yeah, I don't. I'd be done. No. Um, okay, so I'm going to let you... You know, it's like something's going on right now at the station that, oh. that uh, you don't know about because it just happened. But we have a lot of bosses out there. Yeah. We've got a lot of workers out there. Yeah. So let me explain the situation to everybody. I hope you didn't spill nothing. So I, I go I go for my afternoon coffee. we got two coffee machines on the floor. Larry David. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. First one doesn't work. Go all the way to the back of the whatever. Gotcha. Neither of them work. So we have no working coffee machines on this floor. Why? I did well, not I can't. know. If I, go, if I go up to three or down to one... You know what? I better be careful because I'm not going to get back in time, possibly. So I very politely kind of went out there. You know, we got nine guys lingering all the time. And I said, it's not Tim Jordan. No, not Tim. Okay. I said, is there any chance anybody could run to Gambino's next door and get me a cup of coffee? No. No. Nope. <laughs> of course, everybody said no. But you're pl- you didn't really ask that. I asked one guy that. I asked okay. Ratto that. Not, yeah. not no. Raymond Ratto. Okay. <laughs> Another Ratto. He said he was too busy. I'm starting to think if we get you off the, if we weed you off the coffee, that's there might be less mic taps. I just, as you were explaining, I said, that's the coffee got him doing that. Let me tell you that. something. I, what if I'm, we can get you off the coffee. What no. What we need to do is make you... Come out next segment if I'm not back from Gambino's. Oh, right. you, you need it that bad? I mean, it's just part of my routine. <laughs> you know, did, did anybody mess with Michael Jordan's pregame routine? Let alone during a game. Please. No. You want to mess with my routine? You want to you take your so chances you're, you're on the two o'clock right hour? Now. You're spazzing? Oh, we would be fine. Yeah, for everyone wondering, Matt Simons did just call himself Michael Jordan. Yeah. The guy he doesn't like. I'd, I'd say more like a combination of Jordan and Curry. Myself. I am not here to help you, Steiny. <laughs> Seriously, that stinks. But relax. I, of course, part of it stinks. I feel like you're I, a crackhead. Like, you don't need it that bad. Well, we got course, an hour left. I, I want a cup of coffee. You say, I got my water, boy. <laughs> I, Are you Seriously. really here? Dude. Well, it's crap, though. Yeah. Grow up. Don't the Gambino will have E don't, come in until you come back. Workers get a break every three hours of like ten minutes we at get, least. We get, we get breaks. Uh, I'm not complaining. Yeah. I just need a cup of coffee. Uh, let's go. To, and I'm more than willing to get it myself. I'll walk across the street. We'll even. be fine. No, you won't. This thing will break Please. down. This thing. Will Are you break. kidding me, dude? Please, <laughs> this is weird. be like the Warriors this, without Curry. To, a false sense of self worth when you talk like, like that. Curry. Are you even no. allowed to have coffee in that studio anymore? Yeah, Ooh, you just wow, he just uh, kind of went in. Nobody even knows who he is. On Dude, Lucas, that's Lucas. Did we find out yeah. what the shirt belonged to? What Was it City College? It's a very self absorbed show today. Oh Scotty. no, it's actually not. Up until this last thing, I haven't. Oh boy, 
That's great. That's how I feel. Well, Lucas said he was going to help me with this shirt. Some say we give you a cigarette pad. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, no. what the hell now? I yeah. mean, we, we kept Bob Myers long. This segment's now short. It's almost over anyway. Now we always chop it up. Did we keep? Did that go? That's the kind of thing the boss will be like. You guys didn't talk about it. I, no, we came no, out we, with no. the Shanahan sound. Yeah, and the boss and, and I chopped it up about some stuff I brought up. Let's go to Gus in Los Gatos. What's up, Gus? How you doing? What's up? What's up, guys? Hey. I, I got in yesterday, and you're the only program I wanted to give my reaction to the game to. I was there on Sunday. Oh, first oh. off, I want to give a shout out. The Niners fans did did show out. I, you know, I, I would say it was probably five percent Niner fans in there, but I was impressed. There were a lot of them. Um, you guys talk about championship pedigree. I don't think the Eagles' offensive and defensive line championship pedigree was brought up with Kelsey and Johnson and Graham and Cox. I mean, both lines dominated that game. I felt very bad for Brock Purdy. You know, that's very unfortunate for him, and that sucked. But, you know, I've I've lived in the Bay Area for five years. I have never seen the Niners give up three walk-in touchdowns. I have never seen that. Yeah, thanks for the call, Gus. I mean, that you know, that's they got the whipped. Thing. They were tired. No excuses. Those are facts. Those are facts, Donnie. So, again, you know, I usually come in for, oh, I want blood. They didn't do it again. They didn't get there again. But you have taught me this last two weeks, man, and I'm kind of using it against you. Tomorrow is not promised. That's Brock Purdy Exhibit A. Hopefully he'll be fine. But now this team goes off into the sunset with the biggest question mark, a quarterback again, when it was going to be, oh, we found a diamond in the rough. And maybe you still have. But you can't look at me and tell me Kyle's not pissed off and – how many people have we called questioning why he had a backup tight end blocking a beast that is Reddick on the Eagles that had 18, 16 to 18 sacks on the year? Like, that changed the game, but nobody asked him that today. Like, I'm asking you as a former reporter slash current writer, is that off limits? If I'd have said, hey, coach, not being a – I wouldn't even say that because you know I'm – hey, any regret on the play called that got Brock hurt? Would my credential get well, he revoked? Apo- he apologized for it at the end of the press conference. He did. But that was he, being, well, he was running material. Well, was he? I mean, he was defensive. There's no doubt about it. If you don't know what we're talking about, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch had a press conference with the media. We're going to get back into that at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock, which is in five minutes. We're going to get back to the Niners and kind of recap what those guys said and what it means because maybe the 49ers are at a transition. I don't think so, but maybe you do. The Red and Gold Reaction is brought to you by... Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years.